Welcome to the All About You podcast. My name is Sheila and I am your host. In this podcast, I invite people to tell their stories of their travels, hobbies and passions. These podcasts are also now available on my All About You YouTube channel. So if you have a story to tell, please contact me on allaboutyoupodcast at yahoo.com and let's tell your story. Welcome back to the All About You podcast and we are on our final country, country number 10 on our travels with Pierre. So Pierre, let's go traveling to Egypt. Egypt, yeah. So from the States to Egypt and I started there in June 2011. Cairo, that was the, the capital of Egypt. In a matter of fact, it was Katamaya Heights. That's a region of Cairo, a posh and secure neighborhood of Cairo, where many other expats uh, had a residence. Katamaya Heights was big. It was it covered an area of 1.5 million square meters. Surrounded by a high wall with only two entrance gates to control because yeah, Cairo is known for many coups, coups and, and it's had a lot of problems. Lots of problems, so it was very well secure. Downtown Cairo, it is a huge city. It has 10 million people. That is just the downtown, the center. Then if you look to the metropolitan population, that is twice as high, 20 million Cairo is split by the River Nile and some 200 kilometers away from Alexandria, that is on the top, located in the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, the majority of the population is Sunni Muslim, about 10 to 15 percent is Coptic Orthodox uh, Christian. And they were living quite orderly next to each other. Only when, when uh, Morsi came in power, then more or less it changed and many churches were burned down and, and so that was not so nice. But in general, they live next to each other and for us it was also good because we had religious holidays of, uh, of the Islam, the Muslim, and we had the religious holidays of the Christians. So we had quite some so you did quite well on the holidays. <laughs> now, the, the office of the company was in downtown Cairo, so driving from Katamea Heights to the office was a big challenge. Most of the expats had, an, had a driver, but uh, I did not like that system. Or the driver, what I heard from the stories was late, the bridge was open, or they had to bring their mother to the clinic, or whatever. So I, I drove by myself. And a safe way of driving was to leave the house very early, five o'clock in the morning. And then I returned around 4 p.m. So that was more or less missing the high high traffic uh, in, in Cairo. And Katamea Heights itself had everything. It had parks, shopping centers, golf courts, tennis courts, you name it. Two swimming pool clubs, uh, restaurants, banks, you name it. Everything was there. It was more or less an... an, an city on itself, yeah, and walk and jog, because I, I like to jog. In that time, I was still running, so I, I ran every um, afternoon when I came home. The first thing what I did was 
run for an hour. Egypt, the country, it was very difficult to make it, uh, make a choice in the excursions and what to explore because there is so much to see. Wells of history going back more than 6,000 years. The pharaohs started to roll in Upper and Lower Egypt. That is when the Nile goes low, lower. So that is Alexandria, Cairo, the, the, the top part. And the Upper Egypt is where the Nile is coming from. And that is Sudan. That is nowadays Sudan. Yeah. So the pharaohs ruled over those that Deten was one country, Egypt and Sudan, um, in 3000 before Christ. Their culture and living standard was, was very high. Uh, almost everything from that time is available and accessible for us. The writing, the hieroglyphs, described how they lived, and the many temples, pyramids, burial places are, are well preserved and it is overwhelming. Wherever you come, uh, do you know that in, in whole Egypt there are 118 pyramids? No, 118. I don't. Whenever you see a picture of the pyramids, there's maybe half a dozen, but there's 118 18, pyramids. Yeah. And That's another incredible fleet of engineering. Yeah. Mm. And the most famous one are Giza, but not famous but for the tourist industry, because the tourist industry, they concentrate on the three uh, pyramids there. Yeah. And, but I dislike the, the, the souvenir sellers and the aggressive people who are yeah, coming to Yeah, that's what I've heard about it, yeah. And when you go to the other pyramids, a little bit further away along the Nile, the, the, there are not the aggressive uh, tourist sellers or, or the yeah, souvenir sellers. Right. So. Uh, I visited the, the, the Giza pyramids once and for all, no more. No. I had friends living in Hurkada. Hurkada is about five uh, hours drive from Cairo and it is on the Red Sea. A very nice place. In the France there was a German uh, man and he was married with a Colombian um, lady. Said the child, and he was uh, operating manager of one of those resorts, those huge resorts. So I spent there uh, a few times, and it was nice because oh, he was like me, liked scuba diving. So, okay, Peter, let's scuba dive this weekend. So I drove down from Cairo and scuba dived with him in the Red Sea, and then. Yeah, Way one of the best Cairo. places for scuba diving is Egypt, isn't it? Uh, one of the one of mm. the best. Well, the the Red Sea in the Red mm. Sea. When when you go down, yeah, you have Oman again on on the corner, and that is nice as well. But uh, yeah, it is famous for mm. their corals. So I liked it. Uh, what I also did in Egypt is uh, a few Nile River cruises. In that time, Egypt went in turmoil. At first, uh, they, they elected Morsi as, as a president. That was in June 2012. And the whole tourist industry collapsed more or less, was a standstill. And I had a Dutch friend, he lived in Katamea Heights, and he was uh, operations manager of, um, of a big uh, 
tourist group, Movenpick, I don't know if you've heard about mm-hmm. them. And they had three river cruise ships. In the conversation, said, yeah, I had to lay down two ships because there are no tourists. But I like to keep one ship running because of the expertise to keep the, the, the staff and, and because if it picks up, I have to yeah. be ready. So he offered uh, river cruises for, for a big, big discount. And there we are, we are on a river cruise ship with 14, 15 people. Marvellous, <laughs> that would be my idea of heaven. And all the staff was there. You know, in the evening, the dancing groups, and the belly dancing, and you name it, and the music groups. And if you came in the restaurant, there were three or four tables, and it was all... Oh, sounds perfect. So an excellent service, but it was, uh, yeah, uh, for that company, of course, or for the whole tourist industry, it was uh, terrible. Though with those river cruises, yeah, I saw a lot. We went up the Nile, down the Nile, uh, Luxor, all the places, the, 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 the Valley of the Kings, that is the area where all the burials of the pharaohs were taking place there. And one by one, they were discovered. And you could go down in the burial place. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, and then uh, one river cruise was on the Nasser Lake. Well, what is the Nasser Lake? That is an artificial lake in the south of Egypt, not far away from from the border with Sudan. So they built a dam, and that is the Ashwan Dam. The dam was built by the Russians. Um, Nasser was the president at that time. He asked for uh, money at the states and the European countries, but there were so many hooks and bells on the contract that he went to Russia. And Russia built that dam, and that dam was called the Nasser Lake. But that area was very populated with old temples and so. And what they did, they removed the temples bit by bit, and removed it to higher places. That river cruise in the Nasser Lake, the ship more or less went where the temple was. So there was the temple and they made a small dock. So from the ship you just could walk to the temple. Oh, One of the most, uh, most, most famous temples is Abu Simbel. It's a rebuilt stone for stone on higher grounds. And that flooded area, that Nasser Lake, is, is big, is huge, it's 132 uh, square kilometers. So, all the places where we stopped were uh, magnificent on, on, the, on those cruises. Luxor, Kamak, Valley of the Kings, Kom, and the Temple of Edfu, all very, very nice. And, but not only along the Nile, you're also in the desert, in Egypt. It has its own breathtaking places. The White Desert, for example. It is like you are in a moon landscape. It is all filled with big plumes of white rock. 
like a mushroom or some like an river. You can imagine yourself in all kinds of figures when you wow. when you see that when you overlook that white desert. And he, we stayed there with a guide overnight. And yeah, in the, in the night it is uh, freezing. Yes, yeah, cold. Yeah, the temperature cold. really drops tonight. Yeah, I've so heard that. Campfire and very big uh, blankets. In one occasion, my daughter came over because that time my daughter was scuba diving instructor in Jordan, but she came two or three times to to my place in Cairo. That there is a UNESCO World Heritage Site, Wadi Al Hitan. And what do you see there? You see there hundreds of invaluable fossil remains of some 500, 800 million years ago. In that time, that area was a, a vast ocean. And now you saw the skeletons of whales, and the whales that time still had. To oh, legs they had fins, back. yeah. Yeah, because wow. that time the yeah, wheels... They hadn't developed. Yeah. 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 Well, God, the history, amazing. the history. Yeah. And oh, there, there is so much to see in Egypt. I, my time was too short to see all the places. Uh, we spent there uh, for, for, yeah, four years, more or less. And then my retirement came up. So it was... The 1st of August, uh, 2014. First, I did a retirement course in Holland because every person who is getting retired has to do two years before retirement, a kind of retirement course. Do you have a testament? Do you know how to fill in tax forms? It was in a small castle in Holland and also lectures of, well, suddenly you are at home, you have to share, you have to vacuum clean or do the dishes or all that kind of stuff. So I did that. So I was well prepared for my retirement. What happened on the 1st of August 2014? Yeah, so that was an end, I thought, to my trotting in the world. So I could rest, breathe, and get uh, get up late in the morning. But it didn't happen. So I moved from Egypt to Aruba. So Pierre, why Aruba? Yeah, Aruba. Well, uh, I had a house there, or uh, yes, and that house I had it for, I think, 20 years or so. And I went to that house every time when I had leave. And during the time, I prepared that house for my retirement. So that's why I went to Aruba. So next podcast, we're off to Aruba. Yes. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Please subscribe on whatever platform you are using. It is free. And if you would like to tell your story, please contact me on allaboutyoupodcast at yahoo.com and let's tell your story.